and welcome to yet another Drunk on VHS podcast. 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 It's a new internet thing called a podcast. <laughs> yeah, new. It's the, it's the new internet sensation of yeah. 2001. Yep. <laughs> it's better than sliced bread. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Mo. With me, as always, is... Oh, hill, hill, it's me, boss. Hill, 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 hill. Straight out of the Florida Everglades. <laughs> Alligator Wrangler Bosch. Alligator Bosch. (laughs) Alligator Bosch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We got a good episode for you today. Uh, Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking to you about Straight Out of the Trailer Park. (laughs) (laughs) Coming attractions. After that, we're going to give you part two of our least favorite tough guys. It'll be my turn to talk. No! (laughs) (laughs) After that, we've we've got a review for you for the movie Death Drug. Maybe yeah. it's just the way they planned it. Maybe. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's a little you know, teaser there. Uh-huh. After that, we're going to be uh, bringing you Blood Rain. Our first of the video game movies. Yeah, it's our first of our really long-term project to watch every video game movie ever made. Even we're getting the, there. Even the good ones. Only 100 more. <laughs> After that, we've got another review for you of uh, the Lorenzo Lamas classic, Body Rock. It's better than breaking. And then after that, yeah, better than breaking. Better than breaking. It's better than breaking too. It's better than rapping. All right, but not Beat Street. No. Then after that, we've got. <laughs> after that, our uh, our always special guest is back in our favorite segment. Ask Joda. All right. <laughs> so let's get into this. Up first in uh, coming attractions. Straight out of trailer park. <laughs> Let's open up that trailer park door and. Uh, and it's kind of it's it's kind of on the tinges, but it's uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> today, uh, today we've got a re- a lot of bad ones for you. They're all so. right next to the toilet in the trailer park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah we yeah we've gone to the back of the trailer in this one for uh, you know, right by the toilets <laughs> to give you these smelly gems. <laughs> Although two of them are good. More like, well, they're all classics to me. Yeah, they're all classics. <laughs> Up first, we've got Marmaduke. Yes! Uh, That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, so you've got the classic comic strip, Marmaduke, yeah. where, of course, it's 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 been the same joke for, you know, he, 60 years or however long. He knocks down the, something and go, Marmaduke. Marmaduke! You know, yeah, the, the dog's big. We get it. Clifford's bigger. <laughs> yeah, but at least Clifford's interesting and the story changes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it, it's actually kind of funny. I remember I remember it was about 7 or 8 years ago. I came up with an idea for a comedy skit mm-hmm. where it was where it was a boardroom and they were pitching a Marmaduke movie. And really? that, yeah, I know. I it, and I have it written somewhere, you know, and if I can find it, I'll post it online, but it's but I'm not joking. I had I had the idea. It was at least 5 years ago to do Since 7 years ago. I know, but at least 5. Okay. You know, somewhere between 5 and 7 to do a Marmaduke skit about them pitching a Marmaduke movie, and nobody wanted it because it's the same joke over and over again. Yet, they stolen your idea, and yeah, they made yeah. this amazing piece of work. I think you, well, you misspoke there. You said work. I think you meant shit. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, I meant that. Um, yeah, Marmaduke looks terrible. It, I, there's nothing redeeming about it. I'm going to be a devil's advocate and say it's going to look amazing. <laughs> just Well, just because you're being forced to see it doesn't oh, mean Oh, we don't, I don't know that for sure. So. Yeah, you're going to see it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to see it in the midnight show. Yeah, your cousin can stay up that late? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's got all your favorites. It's got George Lopez, yeah. the star yeah. of the George Lopez show. Yeah, and Owen Wilson, <laughs> who I'm not really... Not really digging too much lately with his recent terrible, you know. His outings like Drillbit Taylor? Well, Drillbit Taylor wasn't that bad. Well, it wasn't bad. But it's mediocre. Yeah. Disappointing. You know, Marley and Me or. Is that a very, so it's like Marley and Me too? Marley yeah. I You know, I, I kind of I hope this movie ends the same way that Marley and Me, me ended. Oh. Wink. <laughs> wink. I mean, death. <laughs> Way to go. You have to say, spoiler alert. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Allegedly, death. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's enough for Marmaduke. Up next, we've got the uh, Catherine Heigl, uh, Ashton Kutcher steaming pile uh, called Killers. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> this 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 is arguably, uh, it, you know, it... In a bunch of movies that are all pretty terrible, well, at least the first three are really terrible. This is probably the worst, as far as I'm concerned. And the other, and Marmaduke and the other one are really, really bad. But I'm going to say Killers is probably the worst of the three. I don't know. From your reaction to seeing these uh, poor trailers, yeah, seems like the the one we'll be talking about very soon <laughs> is uh, well, that one put me into a coma. But this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 stick on Killers though. Killers. I think gave me an aneurysm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I actually died. Yeah, yeah. And Marmaduke gave you an ulcer. But yeah, Mar- yeah, Marmaduke just gave me an ulcer and a perforated colon. Yeah. Again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again with that. Uh, That's happening when we watch Scooby Doo. It's like you got a perforated colon. Every time every time Scooby Doo comes on, I'm like, Woo! Rut row for your colon. Yeah. But Killers, yeah, I mean, so what? what's it about? I mean, the... It's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith for the Twitter generation. <laughs> That's a great way to put it, exactly. That's a really great way to put it, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith for the Twitter generation. Mr. and Mrs. Smith just came out just a few years ago. Mr. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith for people whose attention span is under 140 characters. <laughs> oh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's move on. I don't care. This movie looks terrible. I'm not going to watch it. All right, so going on. This, this, okay, fine. Maybe this is the worst of them. Cats and Dogs. The Revenge of Kitty Galore. Just trying to spruce it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, you're trying to candy coat something that's, uh, that's... Can't candy coat crud. <laughs> like, in the, in, the film, in the film community, this is the equivalent of white dog shit. You I know. guess. Let's not forget that, you know, Cats and Dogs a sequel. Well, when did that other one come out? Exactly. Who remembers the first one? I think 10 years ago it came out. You know, and that one was terrible. That was really bad. But that was 10 years ago and their special effects weren't as good then. Now it's 2010. Yeah, now it's 2010 and who cares? So we've got cats and dogs fighting each other. And then we've got other cats and dogs fighting against, fighting with each other against Kitty Galore. Sounds, you know, sounds great. <laughs> There's a dumb pigeon in there somewhere. And it's all CGI, all it, the talking, the, it doesn't match. It doesn't match. Yeah. CGI is awful. Yeah. It'll be the opening day. <laughs> and then, of course, they steal the name and then bastardize it from uh, from the Bond movies. Yeah. Kitty galore. <laughs> Fuck you, movie. Pussy galore. <laughs> no, not the name. There, now that was a name. Yeah. Oh, is that, <laughs> no. Is that Sean Connery, no, or is that not. some sort of like that's a good spicy meatball? That's a spicy meatball. Yes, Luigi Mario. <laughs> that's me, Mario. Yes. Let's move on. Okay. 
So up, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's gonna be no argument there. Yeah. So up next, we've got the newest uh, Neil Jordan film, which looks fantastic. On Dean. On Dean. I'm really actually kind of excited to watch this one. It looks really good. Like it seems like it's like a really well made film. You know, I mean, I know, I know it's kind of hard to tell from people who have listened to the previous episodes of the po- mm. you know of these podcasts. Yeah. But me and Bosch actually really enjoy. Yeah. Good movies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. Please, um, please believe us. I know. I, you know, our, our, our tastes are are all over the place yeah. with with film. It, it, like we, you know, it's it's. We don't like to say we watch we watch any particular style. We just no. like to watch good movies. Yeah, we, you know, we talk Chloe. It seems very similar, a little bit. You know, like in you know, it's a drama. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not really similar at all. There's, actually, no, Amanda Seyfried's not a prostitute yeah, or a mermaid or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> But this looks good. Was Colin Farrell? I don't know. Uh, just, Stephen Ray, as it, usual. Yeah, Stephen Ray. He was in like everything and, Neil Jordan's ever done. Yep. <laughs> well, there, there's a free job right there. And, fuck whatever, yeah. man. The dude gets work and, and he's good. Yeah. So whatever. But yeah, it looks like it's, it looks like a lot of fun. We'll we'll definitely review that, or at the very least, do a you know do an on the road video. If, if it comes to uh, uh, if, our it, theater. if it comes around here, it, it'll definitely be worth checking out. But Speaking mo- of stuff that's worth checking out. Yeah, get it, moving on to things that are definitely worth checking out. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It's going to be awesome. I can't even begin to talk about how awesome this movie looks. You know, we just, like, I finally yeah. got to watch the second trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we, I mean, obviously, we've yeah, seen, we this, just, we've seen yeah. the first trailer in yeah. theaters, you know. Finally got to watch the second trailer, and it's just, it just, I mean, it somehow makes a movie that already looks so good look mm-hmm. even better. More awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it makes it more awesome. So, you know, Scott Pilgrim, it's a comic book movie or graphic yeah. novel movie or whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know, about a about a guy who falls in love with a girl. Turns out she has, what, seven evil exes. Mm. And, he, and he has to defeat them yes. all. Not just fight, he has Is to defeat de- them all. It's on like Donkey Kong. And it's on like Donkey Kong. It's It looks good. Well, that's it. Closing up the trailer park. Yeah, it looks <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'll actually find a sound effect to do that. But oh no, another tornado! Ah! <laughs> oh no, Yokel Bosch is gone. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> this doesn't look like Kansas anymore. Yeah, you're cutting that out. Let's move on. So, if you listen to last week, you'll know that uh, Bosch chose for his lamest movie tough guy, Steven Seagal. And we had we had some not so nice things to say about him, but uh, he's gonna sue us. <laughs> but I said allegedly, so I said allegedly he's a stupid fat dumb dumb. So it's like, <laughs> but uh, but but I have an equally controversial pick for my uh, my least favorite tough guy. Who's that, Mo? Chuck Motherfucking Norris. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like like Chuck Norris has this. I think the idea of Chuck Norris is better than actual Chuck Norris. Did you see his moves? Yeah, you know. Here's the thing. Go ahead, go ahead. I know you want to do this. He just karate. <laughs> that's not what I thought you were gonna do. I thought you were gonna go. Hiya! 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 Kung Fu! 
<laughs> he doesn't do kung fu. I mean does. karate. Yeah. Hiya, karate. Yeah. It's like these. Hiya, karate. Oh. <laughs> fucking stiff ass moves. Listen, there are two types of Chuck. There are two Chuck Norrises, and there's Aaron Norris. No. Shut up. There are two Chuck. There are two Chuck Norrises. There is karate Chuck Norris, and then there is gun Chuck Norris. Now, I have been. I have said for a very long time. That Karate Norris equals total shit, <laughs> and Gun Norris are some of the best movies you'll ever see. Now, usually he has Kung Fu Grip. But uh, <laughs> talking about things that are getting cut out. Uh, sure, cut, it out. <laughs> cut it out. He has a name. Dave Coulier, allegedly? <laughs> <laughs> the alleged Uncle Joey. But anyway, um, so, so the Chuck Norris that I don't like is karate chuck norris his moves are so pathetic that they actually bring the quality of the film down (laughs) (laughs) there it's it's tedious to watch a karate chuck norris film i mean and then you compare it to stuff like invasion usa which is like classic gun chuck norris one of the best movies ever made probably one of the the best chuck norris movie oh i would say it's the best chuck norris film and arguably the best action film I've seen in theaters. You know, it's it's uh, it, it's really top of the line. And oh. just, I mean, just goes way over. Watch that now yeah, while he, you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, he goes, he goes, way, he goes way, <laughs> way beyond the Call of Duty in that movie. Pull in a really good, solid film. But Karate Norris, oh, it just makes my head ache. It's so hard to watch him fight because he's just so stiff. Like, slow and stiff and and like I mean even compared to people who are around the same time as him, you know, like in the seventies. I mean, come on, yeah. it was Bruce Lee, Bruce fucking Lee. <laughs> you know, and I know that Chuck and 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 Lee had been in films together, but it's like it's like literally watching like it's like watching a brick wall, you know, fight against an elastic band, yeah. you know. <laughs> You know, one's like loose and springy and like fast, and the other one's just there. And his acting. Yeah, let's not even get into his acting. I mean, it, like, it doesn't matter what kind of what kind of movie he's in. The acting is pretty subpar ninety percent of the time. There's, there's like, looks like he doesn't even know how to walk in movies. It's true. <laughs> That's really funny. That's the funniest part. Is yeah. like he'll like he'll be walking and he, like it seems like he's pretending to, to walk. walk. It's yeah. like wow, how do you even do that? I can't. <laughs> I can't even do That's that. Im- I, that seems impossible. They walk over here. <laughs> it's like uh, in Wizard of Oz where... Uh, this is your second Wizard of Oz reference. Listen, man. This one, it's, it fits into the conversation. Um, <laughs> what about... <laughs> no. It's like when Dorothy meets up with uh, the Tin Man. You know? Like the Tin Man's Chuck Norris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's in desperate need of oil. Just yeah. stiff. Yeah. I don't know if there's much more I can say. Is I mean, he it's pushing just, the world down. It, yeah, I mean that that side of Chuck. I mean, politics aside, which I you know, I mean, I'm, oh yeah, I don't. It's not a political. Yeah, podcast. I, yeah, I don't go into politics, but I mean, you know, I, I like. I mean, obviously, that gives me another reason to not particularly like him. But you know, keeping politics out of it, you know, just like he him like as an actor is just so sad. That it's 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 hard to really like him. Well, you've seen Silent Rage, right? I believe I have. You remember that one? A little bit? I yeah, not not enough, not enough to talk well, about it. There's a part where his partner dies. Uh huh. Not a spoiler. 
Just kidding. But it's like... <laughs> and he's supposed to cry, Chuck uh, Norris, yeah, yeah. and he, there's not one tear. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> like <laughs> and what was that other one? What was, the, what was the... What was that? Hellbound? Shatter and Jackson, that one? Shatter and Jackson. <laughs> Nuttier than a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> Either that guy's nuttier than a Snickers. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it kind of shows you that, that, you know, like how, how it works with Chuck Norris when the... Uh, the sassy black guy partner is the uh, <laughs> is the better actor of the two. Well, it'd be really easy to do. Well, I mean, another good point is uh, another good one is K Nine, where the dog was a better actor did, than him. Then James Belushi. Oh, you mean Top Dog? Oh, Top Dog. I mean, yeah. not K Nine. Yeah, Top Dog. <laughs> that was in the theater. How did that get to theaters? Because in '95, you're still making it to theaters. Yeah, you know that's a good point. Back in '95, they would just let anything in. Yeah. Of course, it seems to be that that cycle is kind of coming around again because it seems like all these movies that should have been straight to video are coming out in theaters these days. <laughs> well, yeah, we mentioned a couple of them. Yeah, it seems like every week we're you know not every week but every other week or a couple times a month we're watching movies that yeah. should have been straight to video, like Splice. Yeah. Or you know, Killers looks very straight to video to me. Yeah, Mar- Marmaduke or Cats and Dogs yeah. should have been straight to video. Yeah. Thankfully, we're not watching those. Not yet. No. <laughs> I'm not watching either of those ever. Well, do you have another personal favorite Chuck Norris movie, or maybe a least favorite? Well, I mean, I remember, I like like the the missing in action movies. I remember really enjoying. You know, they're not good, but they're they're fun, mindless action. You know, a lot, of, a lot of his early '70s stuff when he was a lot of which is when like really the, like the prime of his of his gun movies came out. And he had a mustache, not he, beard. Yeah, that's true. He did. Yeah. I remember mustache Chuck. Yeah, yeah, he's had a lot of weird phases. He had the blonde mustache in Forced Vengeance. And <laughs> yes. I remember yeah, that. I, remember I, I enjoyed that. that one. That was a good one. You know, he was trying to get away from his ginger roots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? You know, it's another uh, low point in his career too. Is the uh, the classic. Sidekicks. Yes, you know, I, used to, <laughs> I used to. Well, I was a young boy, but I used to think Sidekicks was awesome, or as I thought, the idea of Sidekicks was awesome. The idea of having like Chuck Norris as an imaginary friend. Well, I think it was just because it had karate in it. Oh, I ended up thinking of who Chuck Norris was at the time. Yeah, I think that's. I think that was a lot of people your age's, uh, you know, first introduction yeah. to Chuck Norris. Well, I saw Karate was, Kid. And that was awesome. Yeah, the old one. Yeah, the old Karate Kid. I don't want to. Say, I hate saying that sentence. Saying the old one next to it. Yeah, it's a really terrible thing to have to say. The old Karate Kid. Yeah. It's like fuck you with the old fucking Karate Kid. We want to go on a tangent on this one. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it's a good. I think here's a good point to, to wrap to wrap the whole thing up though. So so yeah, you can send uh, you can send your hate mail courtesy of drunkonvhs at gmail dot com. Yeah. Uh, I hope you do. I want to see hate mail. Or love mail, yeah. Or something. <laughs> so love mail, yeah. Love mail, yeah. Um, yeah. If anybody wants to show their love, yeah. you know, or hate, <laughs> or uh, you know, disdain for me for hating Chuck Norris, feel free. No disdain for me for hating Seagal, though. No, I don't think. I think I think you've got everybody on your side on that one. Except, Chuck well, Norris is going to yell at you. Yeah, Chuck Chuck Norris may may personally come and find me. And karate chop you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, I'm never. I'll, I'll never find myself in Texas because I hear the number one cause of death in Texas is a Chuck Norris roundhouse kick. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> uh, that's a good place to end. Let's move on. Okay.
pirates are. For... <laughs> the show's now being hosted by a pirate. Yeah. yard back We be having brick with us today. I am being held captive here and made to walk the plank on this podcast. <laughs> You'll be walking the plank, you scurvy dog. <laughs> and of course, Bosch is with us. Still, I just have scurvy. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, you should eat a lemon. Yeah, you were... <laughs> You were putting the brick. <laughs> Why do you always do that? Why do you always do physical comedy? I don't, I don't know, but I, just, I, just... <laughs> I can't even describe that face you were just making. It was making. supposed to be like, like a lemon, lemon, lemon face. Oh, is that what that was supposed yeah. to be? Because I just thought you were like constipated or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty good. All right, well, our first review of the uh, evening is this little ditty called Death Drug. Yes, <laughs> I, I love Death Drug. I'm probably more of a fan of it than the other two guys, but I could be wrong. But I, I, no, I fell asleep during it, but I mean... <laughs> of course but, you did. Did you also fall asleep during uh, Ninja Enforcer, Ninja Assassin, and Body Rock? Right, and I'm pretty not, much every other movie. I'm not going to lie, I pretty much fall asleep during every movie we watch. But it's not because the movie was boring. It's, I want to emphasize that. I, I got I to gotta tell you, 99% of the time when I fall asleep, it's because you know I do a lot of work. So we start. Yeah, I, I should. I should really. I should really like pound one of those five-hour energy things before. Uh, I'm know. told they don't work. I, I told they might have too much energy. Oh, no. no! <laughs> we'll talk about club life some other day. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, moving oh, on. So, man. Death Drug. Death Drug was, was fun. It, it was, was it was a lot of fun. Was, what was that actor? What was the actor's name? Philip Michael Thomas. Thomas. Philip Michael Thomas. Yeah, for some reason I couldn't remember. You his forgot name. Philip Michael Thomas's name? Well, the thing that's great about the, the thing that's great about this movie is. Uh, you know, it, it, the movie makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And there's no continuity or oh, consistency. It's amazing. And it's filmed at all different times. It's footage from a bunch of different That's what I'm saying, yeah. Sources yeah. Like all it, put in it. Like, it literally, from the time they started filming this to the time they stopped filming it, like, even though part of the movie came out already, I think, and then they came back for the video, the video release of it and spliced yes. in footage that was shot, like, ten years later. Yeah, right. <laughs> And, like, the whole thing takes place over the course of, like, 11 years. Although, <laughs> in, although in movie continuity time, I think it's, like, three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, but who even knows with this movie? Because oh my it's God, jumping it's, all over the place. It's jumping all over the place. It's so insane. You know, we've got, what's his name, Jesse? His name's, Phil Michael Thomas plays Jesse. Jesse, who is a musician. Yes. Who... He gets a letter in the mail going to like saying he was accepted to a famous conservatory, sorry. and he also gets a letter in the mail saying a big record label has, wants to pick him up. On yeah, the same day. so it's like we've got you know, so he's got this conflict, but with the, which the record label solves for him real quick. They basically say, "Fuck you, you're not going to, yeah. you know, you're not going to the conservatory." Yeah. So it's weird that they would even put that conservatory subplot in there because it really. Well, had nothing to do with anything. Had nothing to do with anything. Exactly, but only for a few minutes. Well, I, I remember. That's the thing I remember about this movie. It is ninety-seven percent padding. And there's a lot of padding. The yeah. movie is all filler, no killer, or no killer. Well, Hiller and Diller. <laughs> Tonight on ABC. Phyllis, Phyllis Diller? No, no. Hiller and Diller. Remember that show? No one remembers this. Yeah, show. but I'm making a Phyllis Diller. Right yeah, but I'm making now. a better reference. Than <laughs> 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 Kevin Nealon and Richard Lewis and I together at last. I do actually. Remember their last name's Rhyme, and what more do you want? But anyway, a good um, show. I think that. Well, that's asking too much. Uh, <laughs> well, I, but I to disagree with Mo here. I believe this is one of the few times when the filler equals the killer. I think the, <laughs> the filler makes the movie killer because. It, 
I mean, we've reviewed, <laughs> I mean, we've watched a lot of movies that are hodgepodges of different yeah, things. That's true. This is one of the biggest hodgepodges we've seen. This makes a Godfrey Home movie yeah. look downright consistent. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's true. Hopefully, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like a, it's a hodgepodge of different footage from different times, all put together without much regard for any sort of continuity, yeah. which is what it makes was, the movie a lot of fun and a well, really entertaining. Funny. Yeah, if you're in the right frame of mind, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. am. Yeah. I was high on crack, so I wasn't really. No, you're actually, high on whack. I'm sorry, I was high on whack. Oh, you blew that one. Oh, no, man. because the, the the death drug of the movie is called whack. whack. And um, so you know, once in the beginning of the movie, Jesse, after getting his two letters in the mail saying that his life is going to change, because yep. he's really just a good-natured plumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he has his wife. He has an apartment. He's in L.A. He's trying to make it big. And his life's going along well. So what else would he do? He goes out that night to celebrate to see the Gap Band. And, the, and the, to perform with them. And yeah. to perform, with, which isn't explained. He's in the audience. He's watching the Gap Band. He's no, no, remember, no, they do explain it. it they're, they're, the Gap Band was playing his yeah. song. Because they, they, in that scene, it's like five songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then towards the end, all of a sudden, Jesse's in there playing the keyboard. He's in there the playing keyboard. the keyboard with yeah. him, yeah. But, it, but there, at no point does the Gap Band say, like, Jesse, come on stage or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's just one minute we're watching the Gap Band. Next minute, he's on stage playing. And yep. it's... And then two seconds later, he's in the bathroom with right. some shady guy. Right. And I, I remember, he doesn't start off with whack. He starts off with pop. I, I think... The, the first the first drug, the first thing they gave him In the him beginning is, of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the drug dealer introduces him to whack. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Because remember, he has that slick delivery where it's like, yeah. this will really take you off the ground. Yeah. It'll yeah, put well, more cut in your strut and I'm more in your stride. And he has this yeah. whole rap... I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of what it is, because I, I think I think whack is actually the third drug he goes on. I think it's pot, and then and then angel dust. Well, I think angel dust is whack in the movie. Oh, is that what they're saying? I think so. It's not entirely clear, but I think that's what whack is. is. Huh. All right, well, they don't explain it. No, but... <laughs> they don't. <laughs> uh, which is half the fun. Which is, yeah, exactly. But, but Jesse, you know, he he's very, either gullible. he's really gullible or... His, the drug dealer's delivery is very slick. Made me want to try whack. Yeah, I, I want to try uh, whack one day. I did. <laughs> what happened, Mo? You turned it was plumber. It, it was the highest I've ever been. I put more, you know, sluts strut? in my struts. And, uh, <laughs> and more shocks in my struts. More, and more wheels in my cars. And yeah. more rack and pinion steering. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah, I was good to more go. More Hiller in your Diller. Yeah. Yeah. More Hiller in my Diller. And, uh, you know. How ironic that Kevin Nealon would eventually end up on weeds. Yeah. He should <laughs> end up on whack. Yeah. Because whack is... Whack. Crack is whack, but whack is whack also. So, so you got to watch out for that. Crack is whack, but whack is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Which should have been the tagline to the movie. It should have been the entire movie right there. So now, you know, this promising young guy, or this piano player slash songwriter slash associate of the Gap Band, and the Gap Band appears as themselves in the movie. Play about 15 songs. Yeah, yeah, it, two it, albums. yeah there's some pacing problems. I mean, I love the Gap Band, <laughs> but in that scene, there's like literally like five songs. Yeah, if you, if <laughs> and you, the movie's like 70 minutes. If, so. you were, if you were interested in listening to every single song that came out <laughs> from, that from first the Gap, Gap Band, Band album, yeah. In 1978, <laughs> this is your movie. This is the movie you want to see. the The music's awesome. It is, yeah. It, it really is. is awesome, but there's just so much of it. I mean, like a lot, half the movie, you're really you're just sitting there listening to the Gap Band. But then, you know, Jesse goes, you know, he's starting starting to hallucinate here, right he goes at the crazy, beginning. He goes yeah. crazy right at the beginning. So then he's at the, you know, it's at the studio, and the Gap Band's helping him cut his album. Oh, that's the best and then they start making faces yeah, at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every, and then he starts. Apparently, all that whack does to you is it makes you think everyone's against you. Pretty much because he burns all of his bridges with his wife and with the record company. By saying, You're all against me. You're all against me. Yep. And um, he starts seeing rats uh, in, in the in the and snakes and snakes all over the place. Like he goes to the grocery store. The grocery store freakout is the centerpiece of the movie, yep. in my yeah. opinion. 
It's well, a great freakout. I think there's I think there's one other scene that's the centerpiece of the movie. Do tell. I, well, I think Boss should tell us because it's his. Favorite, oh well, that's because it's his favorite uh, part of the movie. Well, um, that, that's true. Actually, um, this is really confusing. This is the hardest. This is this is the best part of the movie, yeah. but the hardest to explain. Yes. Yeah. So it's like. Well, I'll, I'll, we can I'll, try. I'll give it a shot. Okay, in 1978, the film is, is, is the movie's filmed. Okay, but in 1988, <laughs> or uh, thereabouts, or thereabouts, what the hell is his Phyllis name? Phyllis Michael Thomas. Phyllis Michael Thomas. Why can't I remember his goddamn name? I don't know. Uh, Pocket. I'm not really sure. <laughs> he PMT, films. A, he PMT. films a video <laughs> for this song. Which is his song. It came out on his album. Yeah. Which is called Living the Book of My Life. And it came out on Motown, I believe. You know. Under so, the name Philip Michael Thomas. So, it's, yeah. so the video is very 80s. It's really great. You know, like he, yeah. He's, it's all, I mean, it's all spandex and like. Jerry lasers. Curl, and lasers and Jerry Curl. Shirtlessness. Pregnant women. Which, that's the best part of the video. That's the centerpiece of the centerpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a pregnant woman in the video. Then they superimpose Philip Michael Thomas's face onto. Onto her belly. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's hilarious! <laughs> Signifying he's the future of America, which I fully believe. But okay, so but it just it, but it doesn't fit at all. And but the song is the centerpiece of the movie. It's, just the way I planned it. It's, yeah, Bosh. It's just just the way I planned it. it. Whoa. whoa, which isn't actually in the, the song. The woes are not in song. That's a disclaimer. Yeah. So anyway, the Phil Michael Thomas video is spliced into the yeah. into the movie like Haps, totally different film ha- stock. Hazardly, totally different film stock. Everything. But it's not clear whether that's supposed to be Philip Michael Thomas or Jesse, the character. Yeah. But they do say this is new video. In fact, there's a great scene where they... A lot of the movie is filmed as like a shot of a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, so they're like, there's a new invention. It's called music, music clips. clips. <laughs> Which, before MTV, because that was shot in... That part was shot in the 70s, I think. Um, where they're, they're touting this new invention called music clips. Um, I think it was even before cable was really around. <laughs> it was, yeah. You know, it would have been. And so... Um, and also, there's a great other news report where it says, "Local man makes album." Yeah, and it's oh, that's a great. That's a, I'm glad you brought that up because um, the scene, the the shot that they use in a later newscast when uh-huh. we talk about how he has this descent, yes. you know, into madness. Uh-huh. They use a shot of him yes. that's from later, later in, in the, the film. Movie. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like I think is it. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because right. he's, he's like, like smiling and playing the piano, which happens later, I think. No, 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 no. It's, I'm talking about the scene where he's like staring at like. Uh, so, so oh yeah, he's staring at like a pipe. Yeah, yeah he's staring, staring at a, a pipe. pipe. <laughs> but that's already funny. It happens 20 minutes later in yeah. the film, and you're like, where do they get that crazy picture from? And then you, when it finally happens, you're like. <laughs> Wait, that's not. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I didn't know a news crew was filming him watch a pipe. Yeah, which was late, which in the future, exactly. <laughs> um, which is really funny. He's but got this documentary film crew following him at all times, or so we're led to believe. Into, but the, into the future, the exploits of this Jesse guy are pretty big news because in, in LA, LA, yeah, which which I think is really funny. In LA, they interrupt everything for a news bulletin that says local man makes a record. Because as we all know, that never happens in LA. People yeah. making albums, what? What? No, in LA, no. That fucking shit never happens. <laughs> so I think it's really funny that they would do that. It's like local man makes album. Wow. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's 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 summarize here. So or we'll we'll wrap it up. He takes whack. He takes whack. He ruins his life. Don't do drugs. The gap band. The, the, the gap, gap band. band. Yeah, yeah. Just the, way I, just the way I. Just the way I planned it. Planned it. Oh, way. we didn't even mention the intros and outros, which we. Should oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's. Yeah. So to capitalize on the then current Miami Vice success. Yep. They brought him back to like the like the airport uh, hotel, which I think they credit in the in the in the credits to have him do an clearly off the top of the head no cue cards intro and outro to the movie. Yeah. He says, "Hello, 
I'm Philip Michael Thomas, and uh, and he has this whole thing yeah. where he seems kind of out of it. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Probably because he's desperately trying to remember what the fuck the movie was about. <laughs> yeah, and, and and after the movie, the '70s version, I just did finger quotes for all of you, uh, <laughs> which you can't see, but you can imagine me doing them. He at the end when they go to the outro, he like turns off the TV, like he was supposed to be standing there the whole time, like. Watching, watching it, yeah. yeah. It's like, and then it cuts oh, back. Really to meta. It was, yeah, it got, it, yeah. It got a little meta at the end. So meta in a um, completely freaky sort of uh, makes no sense. Yeah, like we way. met a weirdo when we were ah, nice. But um, so if you like haphazard movies, this is about as haphazard as it gets. <laughs> it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. I strongly recommend it. If you ever see it anywhere. Definitely get it. Oh, this is this is a movie that's just weird enough to be worth owning. Oh, that's great. I totally agree. Yeah. It's 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 just pure fun. It just it's it's like an anti drug PSA okay. lengthened to the max. Here, here's here's a dangerous game you could play while uh, while watching this. Take a shot mm. every time something nonsensical happens. Oh God, you would, would be dead. You might die of alcohol poisoning. I think yeah. so. Or take a hit of whack because you might. <laughs> it I, as might in, even I, be worth it. I think that when they're they're on whack in the editing room. Like, ah. <laughs> so anyway, but it's, right, so. it's a great movie. I strongly recommend it. Oh. I give it four and a half out of five. Bosh. You shut up. Three stars. <laughs> Three. <laughs> you suck. No. I mean, it depends on your mindset. I mean, if you want something fun and silly, it, it's going to reach the top level. If you're looking for, like, cinematic consistency, you'll probably get, like, a minus I'd 17. You know? I'd look for cinematic, you know. Well, the thing that's funny is that I just told I just told, told Bosch, to, you know, to go screw with his three, but I'll give it a three. Nah. So, <laughs> you're an idiot, then. <laughs> I wouldn't say idiot. I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. You're a hypocrite. <laughs> oh, you're a hypocrite. Yeah. I'm that's just the way I'm, we planned just it. The way yeah, that's out. exactly. That's exactly the way I planned. So to, to, to uh, <laughs> paraphrase the song. Yes, and uh, watch out for his son Jesse Jr. In the yeah. All right, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. So we're back. There are few... We're back from where? From hell and back. What? Wait, hold on. What are we, Meatloaf? Meatloaf a day. Ugh, Christ. Who's also in our movie, who was in our topic, our review of today. Yeah, let's... Hold on. Want to restart this? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to introduce our topic in a different way. Okay. Um, there are directors out there who cause instant reactions. Instant fury. Instant reactions yeah. in, 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 a, in a lot of people. And I think, the, and the director of our next film is one of those people. He, Steven Spielberg? Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's one of those guys who, I don't think there's any gray area with him. Like, I, I've never heard somebody say, you know, oh, that movie was, eh, whatever. Right. You know, most of the time, I mean, 99% of the time you see people say, oh, that movie sucked. Yes. You know, and, and how he continues to, to, to make movies is beyond me. Fueled by Nazi gold. That's the rumor, yeah. allegedly. Yeah, that's the, that's the rumor. Well, that's, I didn't ruin anything. Uh, <laughs> I ruined nothing! Yeah. So we're talking about Uwe Boll. Her Uwe Boll. Mein Führer Uwe Boll. All right. He is my Führer. Uh, he's, my, he's my Fury, all right. <laughs> Oh, Captain, so we, my Captain. And we're talking, and the movie we're talking about today, in particular, 
is Bloodborne. Our first of the video game movies that we'll be reviewing. We are going to be over the next couple of years because it's going to take us. It's going to take years to do this. We can watch five a day. <laughs> we could watch five a week, but yeah. then we wouldn't be able to actually talk about them. We'll talk while we're watching them. What? Are you, where are you going with this? No, no, that's not happening. <laughs> you missed it because you know because Bosch likes to act I do physical out things, comedy, but he just like kind of like shook his fist like an oh nerds yeah oh nerds so yeah blood uh, rain yeah blood rain. It, this is arguably one of the worst movies I've seen. And I mean I've seen some bad movies. We just time. watched Delgo. I know we just watched <laughs> Delgo not too long ago. I mean like and, and, and it was only a couple of months before that that I watched Transformers Two: Rise Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah. And, which both had easily qualified as the worst movie I'd seen up to that point. I'm thinking Blood Rain kind of blows them both away. It blows away Transformers too with the black racist. Yeah, with the yeah with the racist twins. Yeah. you know, I, you know. Well, I mean, they're not racist. They're just racial stereotypes, oh, okay. and you know, things that Michael Bay should have known better about before putting in his movie. But hey, oh, oh and by the way, they're back in the next film. I heard they weren't back. Yeah, nope, they're back. They're back. I know it's yeah. a story about it today. Yeah. So I was like. <laughs> Um, yeah, we, so, yeah, so we've got, yeah, we've got the twins, uh, step in and fetch it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Blood Rain, awful movie. I still have a headache from you, Oh, yeah, he- I know you got a headache from yeah, that. No, just thinking about the movie oh, okay. gives me a fucking headache. It's so terrible. This is in the theater. This was in the theater. I mean, how does Uwe do this? I mean, how does he Something get called his... bribes. Seriously, I mean, how much Nazi gold does he have? Because... How do you get Ben Kingsley, Academy Award winner? Academy Award winning actor Ben... Distinguished actor Ben Kingsley. Ben Gandhi Kingsley plays a vampire... Named Lord Kagan. Kagan! Lord Kagan! The stupidest fucking name ever... You know, I mean, like, in, in what could easily be considered the most phoned-in role oh, in the history. A phoned-in role. With the exception of maybe Michael Madsen's no, role. No, he's just drunk. But he was just kind of drunk. And so kind of bloated. He is very bloated. It's, it, it, Blurp. I'm trying to think if there's. I'm trying to think if there's anything particularly worthwhile about this movie. And it reminds me of the one thing that makes this movie worthwhile. And they rhyme with boobies. Oh, smoobies! <laughs> you know, it's like there, there's a there's a couple of nude scenes. The the char- the actress who plays Blood uh, Rain, I guess yeah. is her name. Yeah, right? her name's not Blood Rain. Yeah, her name's it's not either. Blood Rain. It's Rain. Rain. Uh, you know, she shows hers. You know, during a, a, you have to a wait. probably the best sex scene in the film. Like she, well, it's very showgirls esque. It is kind of showgirls esque. You know, it's very reminiscent of the pool scene, yeah, thrashing in that pool. Yeah, except except. Uh, She's up on a up on the side of a jail cell. Yeah. It's very weird. And uh, let's not forget about what? Meatloaf a day. Well, of course, there's Meatloaf a day, which Bosch had to. Bosch informed me that he changed his name to Meatloaf a day. I, uh, I I still have to look that up because I, I until I see it on the internet, I refuse to believe. Yeah, it. Yeah, but it was on screen. It said Meatloaf. I know it's. I know it was on screen. I still don't believe it. Let's not, also, let's not forget about the... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doubting your logic okay. here. I'm simply saying that I cannot believe okay. that, that Meatloaf would be that stupid. Well, you know. I know. It's ridiculous. No, this, the cast is great for a bad movie. You know? it's, it's one of the most amazing bad movie casts of all time. Well, we got Ben Kingsley, Michael Madsen, Michelle Rodriguez with a British accent. With a, with a horrible British accent. I'll definitely be pulling up a clip from yeah. that. Udo Kier. Udo Kier, who is... He's Satan. Oh, he is like, like 
dangerously underused in this movie. Uh, someone rides a Michael Paré is underused in that movie. Well, you know, you know what? You're, you're at, you know, yeah, you know what? They could have easily replaced Michael Madsen's character Michael with Michael Paré or with. Uh, with Udo Kier, yeah. and both of them would have blown that role out of the water. And actually made the movie actually It probably would have made the movie better. No offense to Michael Madsen, I love him. We I all love, love Michael I love Madsen, the guy, but not this time around. This time around, uh, I don't think so. And let's not forget about Billy Zane yeah. in like a weird, like, no non-role. Yeah, had, what's going on? What was going on with him, man? Like, in the did, character, you mean? It's yeah, like, was there like any comeuppance with him at the no, end? No, there's or? no comeuppance, there's no anything. Christ! You did two scenes wearing a really hilarious wig. Does this mean? Does this mean I have to watch the second one to see if anything happens, or does? Well, or is he not I, even I, in? Is that no, he's not, not even in? No, I wish Billy Zane was in the second one. Oh. Well, we'll but, watch that at some point. But I, as a person who's already seen Blood Rain Two, yeah. Deliverance, squeal like a pig. It's a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> that basically sums it up. Let's just say that it's a western now. It's a western. So what's and, it like? It's and like Michael Paré, the aforementioned Michael Paré, plays Billy the Kid. Really? Yeah. So what do they take like a like a like a turn towards like that movie Oblivion, that full moon movie? Yeah. <laughs> so anybody else wants to talk? Oh, the blood effects are hilariously bad. Awful. Yeah. Some of the worst practical effects I've ever seen. As I enjoy practical effects. I but... love. I am a practical effects maniac, yeah. and I hated these. Like like every single kill shot or like death blow, yeah. it was like you know let's let's film. Let's film the actor swing a sword. Yep. Well, hold on. swing a sword that looked the like the fakest thing. Made I made out of tinfoil. Yeah, it was like made out of like it was it was it was like it was like they were playing like LARP. You know, it was like they were LARPing. You know, <laughs> LARPing. Yeah, like the whole movie was like one big fun. lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Magic missile. Um, I'm out of mana. <laughs> <laughs> so let's film the character swing a fake sword. Then we'll cut away... Jaggedly. Um, you jaggedly cut away to a shot where there's a wound automatically on the person's self. Yeah. And then have blood squirt out of it. And it's just like... But the... Like, like it's... Here, here's the thing with the blood. And I said this while we were watching the movie. The problem with the blood effects is that they're not crazy enough to be funny... But they're too crazy to be taken seriously. I know that's the thing. We're trying to be taken seriously. Yeah. So they're they're in this sort of like uncanny valley of uh, of trying to be realistic, but being too over the top. You know, or maybe I don't know. I mean, like maybe Uwe Boll has never seen those Japanese gore films, like Tokyo Gore Police, where like you cut somebody's arm off and it just shoots out ten thousand gallons. That's of water, funny, but that, you know? that gets a little tiring after a while too. But it's like, at least that has a sense of humor. Yeah, those are funny. So, I mean, I could watch that all day as far as I'm concerned, Compar- especially compared to the shit that they did on Blood Rain. It was just awful. Remember the scene where they... Uh, they, cut, they they stab the guy in the face. Yeah, they stab the guy in the face, and they're like, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, eh, you know, like, like here, I'm going to stab you in the face. But I like, like it's obvious that I'm like six feet away from you. Yeah. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, you turn around, the camera cuts, and you turn around, and there's a fucking, obviously, like this terrible prosthetic yeah. on your face. And, and it's not, well... We should end it by telling the the four, like the eight minute montage of all the gore effects. I was yeah, the- yeah, yeah. That's right. The, the movie ends like we're like, oh my god. There's like still like thirteen minutes left of the film. Yeah, it was like kind of and, head- then, and yeah. then like literally like seven of those thirteen minutes yeah. is just this montage of all of the blood and blood and gore effects that like like if I had known that I would have cut to the last thirteen minutes of the movie <laughs> right from the get go and just watched those first. Yeah, but then you won't be able to see hilarious Michael Madsen or the Michelle only thing Rodriguez I would have no the only thing I would have missed 
Um, the only thing I would have missed if I had done that was Udo Kier, uh, Michael Paré, and Boobies. That's the only thing I would have missed if I if I had if I had cut straight to the end. Yeah. So no. here's so here's a good recommendation for watching this movie. Okay, what's that? All right. Pop it on. Well, don't, but pop it on. If if I saw, if you're morbidly curious yeah. and you want to watch this hunk of hunking steaming pile of dog shit, <laughs> you Uwe Boll's gonna be mad at us. Mad at us. I don't even want to box me. Yeah. Well, Bring yeah. it on. Wait, don't. Yeah, Bosch said that. I don't feel like getting punched because he takes Bull. that shit seriously. I, I like Uwe Boll. Yeah, I think I, he's funny. Like, well, I think he as a person is yeah, funny. Like I, 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 I thought that uh, he, he, there was a lot of really funny self parody in mm. uh, Postal. Yeah, but um, which is which up until today was the only Uwe Boll film I've yeah. seen. Now I've seen like at least six of them, <laughs> or maybe more. I gotta double check my math on it. But um, but yeah, here, here's what you do if you want to yeah. watch this steaming pile. Okay. You pop it on, fast forward. Until you find, until you see a, a blood effect, mm-hmm. watch it. Fast forward until you see <laughs> the next blood effect, watch it. Yeah. All right. Maybe stop intermittently and catch a, a Michael Matson line or an Udo Kier. You know, or yeah. And if you if you see boobies, watch them. Yeah. If you see Udo Kier and you don't know who that is, you IMDb him now yeah. because he's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, if you see him, you yeah. know that's, that's right. fine. Uh, if if you're lucky enough to catch Michael Paré in your fast forward, which you will not, you will not, you will because uh, I barely saw him. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like me and Bosch noticed him right at the end of his scene. We're like, "What the fuck? That's Michael Paré!" Right. And it's like he had a mustache. Yeah, yeah, he looks like, all weird. We're like, "You were Eddie in the Cruisers? What the fuck?" Yeah, he was Eddie and the cru- <laughs> yeah, he was Eddie and the Cruisers. He was Eddie and the Cruisers, and he lived. And in he the lived one. apparently in the second one, but um. That's about it. Yeah, and just fast forward through the end. I mean, and if you missed a blood effect, just watch the last, you know, 13, 13 minutes, minutes of the movie. Um, don't watch the credits. There's nothing worth seeing in there. Yeah. But, like, so, and then and then you've got it all. There's nothing else worth seeing in the movie. It's really just, it's a, it's a shit fest. <laughs> I would rate it. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I did give it three when I first watched I've seen this twice now because I'm a loser. <laughs> well, so it's like, no, don't say a loser. Say you're dedicated to I'm the I'm dedicated to you're the, dedicated podcast to the podcast and Uwe Boll. Yeah. Well, no, I don't, don't say you're dedicated to Uwe Boll. That sounds gay. You know? <laughs> I don't care. That makes me gay, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I have to amend my three to three. Because <laughs> it's a really funny movie. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't share the same opinion. Uh, I give it a one because oh. what, what was the accuracy? you can actually give it a half. I, I was originally going to give it a, the dreaded zero, yeah. but then uh, but then I remembered that there were all sorts of boobies. What was what's the main character's name? What's her the, the actress's? Oh, Christina Loken. Yeah, she has a real nice set, yeah. you know. And I was really glad that she yeah. showed them off. You know, I mean, I'm not usually I, I don't usually get all gaga, you know, thirteen year old boy whenever somebody puts shows their boobies on a film, but you know, I, I really I really enjoyed hers yeah. so. Yeah, so she she bumped that right up, up to, to, a uh, one. to a one. Wow, that's really nice. You know, I mean, I just merely hated it. <laughs> yes, you merely yeah. hated it. I, I, yeah, no, come on, that's that's completely reasonable. I merely hated it. And on that note, <laughs> I think that's a really good place to move on. <laughs> Back in the 80s, 
breakdancing was cool. It was king. It was it king. was awesome. So uh Brett's here, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Brett's here, by the way. <laughs> I'm much more interested in, in breakdancing. Oh, so am I. <laughs> Brett here. Yeah. Um He's present. And counted for. <laughs> Brett? <Yeah>. Here. <laughs> uh, um and of course there were the you know, there's always there's the classics of the genre like the the break-ins and rapping and the rapping beat street beat, beat street, street. yeah breaking two electric boogaloo of course <laughs> there you know there's uh, wild style yeah there's style a, wars there's a ton of them there's a ton of really awesome ones but one of the uh, best ones well I was gonna go the other way with that I don't it's not the worst but it's it's not Certainly. let's put it this way let's put it this way the movie itself is 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 kind of better. Than uh, than the than the the plots of the other ones, but the dancing is is significantly worse in my opinion, and that is Body Rock. So Body Rock is a great movie from the eighties. It's very colorful. It's very energetic, and has an early appearance from Lorenzo. Vanishing point. I'm gonna fade away. Yeah, Lorenzo Thomas. Uh, <laughs> that was a guest appearance from the. Should be more well known, Baxter Robertson. I believe that was his name, who sang Vanishing Point. Which great tune. It's a great tune from the soundtrack, which should have been a hit on MTV at the time, but for some reason it wasn't. It wasn't, yeah. But it definitely sounds like it could have been. There was a lot of things about this movie that that looks like that looked like it took a lot of inspiration from MTV. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and actually, some things that you ne- that you didn't see in in any other, you know. I mean, I think it's because it it didn't go too li- serious. You know right, I mean? Yeah, it kept like, a good tongue-in-cheek sort of feel. Like a lot, a lot of those those breaking movies tried to keep it in the streets, you know, and kind of serious. I mean, obviously you've got. <laughs> I think Body Rock did try to do that, and, yeah. but I think, but I think it it, it, it took it, especially once. We know long oh, was his name. Chili, chili, chili D. D. Yeah, chili D. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. I knew Chili. I couldn't remember. Who remember the D. Or T. Um, <laughs> chili T. Jilly D, uh, you know, but once I think once he becomes quote unquote famous, uh-huh. that's when the movie takes a really fucking weird twist in my eyes because they're doing these you know choreographed dance moves in fucking day you know fucking glow in the dark or black skeleton. black light skeleton costumes. That is and, probably and, you know, my, it's the centerpiece of the movie. It's it's, it's a brilliant it, visually. Yes. It's a brilliant scene. Well, I should say that the director of the movie, whose name is Marcelo Epstein, this is his only feature-length film, and he was known as a music video director. Huh. So obviously that feel crept into this. So that completely makes sense. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And also a great breakdancer in the movie named Magic. Magic is awesome. Who's a little black kid who yeah, does a little great... Kid. He's the, awesome. sit, the sit-down dance. I love that dance. It's like when you sit down and you sort of like, like shake really. your way down the floor. Yeah, it's yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah. dance. And he had a lot of clever, good moves. I really like the character of Magic. He's very charming. He's he was. very sweet. Yeah. He, was, he was also... Like, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna Dis, you know, the other homies in the no, film. There's some good homies. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some good, there's, some there, there's some definitely some interesting dancers in the film, but magic blows them all well, away. That's true, yeah. I mean, Lorenzo Lamas is awful <laughs> at dancing, just. But awful. magic tries to teach him. There's a training yeah, sequence. Yeah, yeah. There's, there, I love the fact that there's a training montage. Mm-hmm. Normally, at the end of a training montage is when they get good. Yeah, but, you know, but it like just never happens. But actually, that, that might be part of the plot because there's even a part where he's talking to his friend, and it's part of the body rock crew. And you know, he's, there's like dancers and there's rappers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Well, what do you do?" Like, yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah, Chili yeah. D yeah. doesn't really have. Yeah, like that, a, was, that was the best part because you're like, "Okay, so you're the MC. Yeah. He's you're the, the DJ. DJ. This is the dance crew." It's like, "What are you?" I think you, you predicted that line though, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it isn't really clear what Chili D actually does. Like he sort of raps, he does a little dancing, does a little like emceeing the body rock. You know what? You know what it is. He's a hype man. 
He is the hype man. That's essentially what he are. Yeah. I mean, essentially. But he's not. He doesn't have that much hype. In the business world, he'd yeah. be the he'd be called the PR guy. That's but, true because he does yeah. take it upon himself to go to the, but, the but, business. But guy. he is definitely a um, he's definitely a hype guy. He's probably the least energetic hype guy ever. If you think about some of the other hype men, like Flavor Flav, for instance, he's yeah. all you know crazy. Whereas. You know, Lorenzo Lamasi does like yeah, a song later. In the world, in the world of rap, there's there's a good a good number of really excellent hype men, and Lorenzo Lamas compared to any <laughs> compared to the worst of them is really still terrible. Um, but uh, let your body rock and body rock. You know what my favorite part is body when, rock. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know what my favorite part is when Lorenzo Lamas is trying to teach that chick how to how to moonwalk. Like, oh, at, like great. It, uh, and it's like he can barely do it himself. Yeah, He's yeah. like, yeah, you got to do it like this, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, we got to get Ringo. We got to get Ringo. Well, that's the part where he becomes a pot smoking dirtbag. Yeah. That's when like he becomes big and see the movie is really about you know he's it's in the rise and fall of the yeah, and so he falls in with these snobs. Yeah, and um, which is funny because even after he falls in with the snobs and he that's what. That's signified by the fact that he has a long black trench coat. That says Chili D on the back. And it still says Chili D on the yeah. back. But yeah. will he stay true to his roots, or will he fall in with the snobs? Or be part of the trench coat mafia. It could go any way. But That's a topical reference. <laughs> yes, it is. We actually this is 1997. <laughs> um, but, I mean, but no one's watching this for the plot. We're watching <laughs> it for the the brilliant 80s-ness of it all. It's exactly. just, it's, it screams 80s in every possible way. It the really music, does. the clothes... The dancing, um, the, acting. the acting, everything about it screams 80s. So if you're a big 80s fan, such as myself, yeah. you'll find a lot to love in, with you'll Body love Rock. It. Let's talk about the Body Rock crew. Oh, can yeah. I just say? Yeah, let's get into it. The guy that looks like Reno 911's Thomas, Thomas Lennon. Lennon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really gives it his all. Oh, he's, he's like he, a fat Thomas Lennon. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he, he, he goes so at excited. it. He goes at it full force. Full force. Furious. <laughs> Which is great because I believe, as I said, you know, you could be a middle-aged guy with a wife, kids, and a mustache, but you could lay down some funky moves if you really want to. If you really want <laughs> lay to lay down some Swiss beats, <laughs> and then you, exactly, and then he's got uh, Fred Rerunberry. It's not actually him. No, it's not him. actually rerun. It's just this. It's a fat guy who does pop and lock in, yeah. and clearly supposed to be a rerun clone. And there's also a guy named Ricky Ricardo. Yep. Um, who's in there? And, who has some splaining to do? Yeah. Uh, Yes, and of course there's magic, and uh, and the DJ, the actor's Cameron Dye, so if you know uh, Valley Girl, he's uh, Nicolas Cage's friend. Oh, and, what's what's his... Uh, in Valley Girl, so he's in at least two big 80s extravaganzas. What's, what's the DJ's name? It's like Easy. It's or... Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Easy. Predating Easy. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, there's a final rap extravaganza, which in the set is a gigantic boombox. Yeah, oh, that was really cool. That, that was, was pretty cool. That effect. was a pretty great, great yeah. ending there, yeah. And Ray Sharkey plays the... Wasn't like there a, a scene during like the rap extravaganza where like where like there's like like there's like a, a, a dissolve effect where uh, somebody's like stuck behind the 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 speaker and then they like dissolve through it? No, there was no no dissolve. no. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know if that was at the rap extravaganza. Yeah. There was like a part where a dancer it might have been during the skeleton. Maybe, dance, maybe, I, or somewhere. But it's ridiculous. Yeah, I remember he like <laughs> fades into yeah, 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 it yeah, and yeah. out of it. It's pretty weird. But like, it makes no sense because it's like completely supernatural. Yeah, it's like why all of a sudden this one guy's like supernatural powers. Um, it is maybe one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. And, and you know, just from when it first opens, they're dancing across the street. Yeah, it was so great. With just their paint up traffic. They're holding yeah. up traffic. It takes them like 10 minutes just to cross the street. It's small so street. happy. And, and between, between they're the, all smiling. Between yeah. a lot of them, there's like, they, they have like 37 Krylon cans. Yes, which as you pointed out, don't have a little tip. Yeah, none of them have tips at all. 
which is which is the awesomest part. I mean, I know that in I know that in the tagging community, there's a lot of times where they they carry around their own right tips. Yeah. So it's like I'm not going to hold that against them because maybe they're trying to be realistic. That's there. quite possible. But it, but it did crack me up that that none of the cans had tips. And I, and even on IMDb, that's listed as a goof. Yeah. But it might not be a goof. And yeah, I mean, like I mean, if you if you're you know if you know about like you know writers and or taggers whatever yes. you want to call Which them. these are supposed to be yeah burners yeah, yeah burners yeah. <laughs> very nice fist, fist bump yeah yeah i mean it's it's not unrealistic that the, that the cans wouldn't have a wouldn't have a tip on it it's just i just thought it was funny and you know because they're they're spray painting the um the subway cars yeah, which yeah. i think was popular at the time. yeah that was like a thing cool idea. Idea. and so there and there are a lot of great new york city locations in the movie Yep. And um, which World I think Trade added Center, to the World Trade Center, of course. Yeah. I mean, there's um, Times Square, Brooklyn, yep. um, Washington Square Park. Oh, the, the New York City Breakers are in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there is some authenticity. Interestingly, in the scene in um, Times Square, you see a movie marquee, and they're playing Once Upon a Time in America and hmm. uh, Romancing the Stone. So I, that's always interesting to see. Yeah, I love when there's for uh, you know little, when little was, tells for when, when the movie made. made. Yeah. So there's some good New York City locations and some. It's all good. It's like yeah, yeah. This wasn't this wasn't filmed in Toronto. No, it no. definitely wasn't filmed in Toronto, um, or Romania. I don't <laughs> yes. Well, Wesley Snipes isn't in it. So. Yeah, no, no, that's John Romania. Or uh, Steven Seagal. This is actually filmed in New York. So you got to give him some. Credit. No, I give him total credit. I I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, I thought it was a fun movie. I mean, like you know, granted, I fell asleep during it. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but we're not gonna hold that. But, uh, against but yeah, you, you, you fall asleep during everything. I fall asleep. Not yet. Not yet. But it's fun. It's upbeat it's yep. energetic you it's going to make you want to pull out a piece of cardboard and start breaking so day, maybe do it yeah maybe do the sit down I, dance I, yes. was, I was popping and locking for like three days <laughs> oh yeah. oh that was just your arthritis yeah, yeah that, was, uh, that was just that was just my knees yeah. <laughs> um, oh man but uh so it's on dvd so this isn't one of those things where you have to try and find the vhs it's on dvd so yeah. um rent it rent today. it or buy yeah, it tonight get, you can get it right through netflix yes yeah. you can yeah. and um interestingly it's the soundtrack is not on cd wow which you, it really should I was be. really angry there's a lot that. of great songs and it should be on cd this is an lp only endeavor which that you can find point. but it hasn't been released on cd so at least you can still, but you know, for for us vinyl listeners, yes. we can still buy it. Absolutely, yeah, and cool. you could hear Baxter Robertson's uh, Vanishing Point, and your Body Rock. You can hear interestingly Dwight Twilley's Why You Want to Break My Heart, which nice. is kind of a famous like power pop song. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about, which is the diversity of the music. It's all over the place because you know I think at that time either they couldn't get the rights or there just wasn't a lot of rap music yet that was made. So they have a lot of there's like new wave, there's power pop, there is the hip hop at the time, there's dance music. And, you know, the music is really diverse, way more than you might think. Well, it's funny. I think that, like, a lot of the hip-hop that was used in the film was actually made for the movie. I think you're right. You know, like, uh, there's a lot of it with the, with the, 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 the rapper, the MC mm-hmm. um, guy in the Body Rock crew doing, yeah. a, lot, doing yes. a lot. No, 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 like, I don't want to insult them and say that maybe there was just, like, an ignorance on the subject. No, no, I don't think there was Because I, I, I don't think there was. I, I think don't there think was so a, I think there was a lot of attention to little weird details. Yes. Even though they do take it on weird tangents yes. um, every now and again. But, uh, but yeah, maybe maybe yeah, maybe yeah they just didn't have the rights to, you know, yeah. or didn't think to, to buy the Or rights. maybe they wanted a diversity of music. Or they couldn't afford them. Yeah, or that. And, like I said, that was fairly, fairly early on in the yeah. world of 
rap. So there might not have been a lot of rap to use. Well, when did this come out? I think it was like 83 or 4. Yeah. Well, when uh, did Breaking come out? Same year. Oh, okay. And Breaking 2 also came out in 84. <laughs> and Beat Street, I believe. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. And maybe a few other of those movies. But, I mean, think about it. If you can't get the rights Great to, like, the Sugar movies. Hill catalog, then what else are you going to get? Exactly. So, you know, I think that might... But it it was a blessing in disguise. Maybe, I don't know if they're happy about it or not, but... Oh, you know what the difference is? I, I know what it was. Because Breaking takes place on the West Coast. Yes. Yeah, so they had, like, iced tea and people out right. there already. I mean, yeah, and same thing with Rappin. I think Rappin yeah. had iced tea. Yeah, that makes sense. So what would you rate it, maybe? Yeah, well, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, May. What? Um, what am I, like, Aunt May? <laughs> Aunt May. Go ahead, what do, what do you give it? Well, I asked you, but I'll give it... I, I definitely give it four on the flip. I, w- I would give it four as well. Yeah. And I think that I would give, yeah, you know, I'll give it a four and a half. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean, there, what's yeah. not to you, love? You fell asleep at the perfect part. That was I, the yeah, unfortunately, court. I did fall asleep at the perfect part, but, yeah. I, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you ever want to see Lorenzo Lamas in a multitude of different half shirts. <laughs> or, or shirtless shirts. Or shirtless shirts. Shirtless shirts, yeah. yeah. Um, this is definitely the movie for you. Just for the fashion alone, you could almost watch this movie on mute and still enjoy it. Because I, it's visually absolu- so... Yeah, I was going to say, I think you could absolutely watch this movie on mute and still enjoy it. And, and even though the music is so great, but you put them together and it's almost overwhelming. Because it's, it's so... Much. It's so... The, the fashion alone in this in this thing is really crazy. It really, really is. Simple. But I think that's a good place to uh, to wrap it up. So uh, moving on. So we're back, and it is time for our favorite, favorite, favorite segment ever. Ask Dota. Hey, how's it going there, Jonah? Wow, what do you do all day? Do you just like watch TV, or you don't have TV in the old west? I know TV. What? Is, yeah, you know what TV is? I don't know TV. Do you, do you know what? You know? Do you know what an, uh, an iPod is? An iPod. Pod, uh, I, I a pad iPad. Uh, is that something you write stuff down with? No, pens weren't invented yet. He had quills. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, fucking iPod. How are you in this century if you know what we're talking about? <laughs> uh, clearly, I'm talking to you through time. Oh, just like time time travel skyping or something. <laughs> time, time Skype. Time skyping. I'm pitching that movie to Merrimax next week. <laughs> and it's already failed. <laughs> oh. Shit. <laughs> I got an inside source. <laughs> so we got some. We got uh, a question fr- from Bobby Smith from in Nevada. He asked... Bobby Smith from Nevada? That motherfucker owes me ten bucks. Well, he's also... He might be a polygamist, but that's Utah. So <laughs> we'll see about that. He, he asks, Dear Jonah Hex, Did you enjoy The Bounty Hunter? Because you are a bounty hunter. The movie of Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I... Uh, the bounty, uh, you know, I like Jennifer Anderson's boobs. Now, how'd you see the boobs if you're in the Old West? <laughs> Stop making sense. Sorry. It's called it's called suspension of disbelief. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll hear about that next week in your movie. Uh, uh, I really like the bounty hunter. You know, Gerard Butler. He's a really he's a really talented actor. He's a, you know he. Uh, 
he has this presence on screen that really shines through to the audience. Uh, I can understand why the why the ladies really like him. You know, Jennifer Aniston, on the other hand, is an old harpy who needs to get who needs to get out of filmmaking. She wants to make the Friends movie. I hear. I think she needs to get into porn. <laughs> I hear there's a market for for elderly sex. Oh. I heard that. You know, octog- octogenarian sex. <laughs> yeah, octogenarian sex. Yeah. Uh, they like to call it ancient fucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is that your personal favorite type that's of adult personal, film? That's my personal favorite type of adult film. Because <laughs> uh, if all the other things I hadn't said hadn't been libelous <laughs> against, I know. Me, against me, I think that's the one that puts me over the edge. <laughs> like, I hear you've been sued a lot. Well, I sued myself for for, for saying that, for saying that I liked elderly would like to watch an elderly woman have sex. Send your hate mail to <laughs> www.jonahex.org at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's not an email address. Oh, it's at it, the website and email address. But the Bounty Hunter, uh, it's a solid film. I give it a C minus. Oh, that's very nice of you. No, <laughs> it's a barely and it's a barely passing. We grade. have one more question. Okay. Our final question comes from Tyrone in Hawaii. He asks, "Do you like rap music? Do you like do you, what is your type of? Do you like to rap? Are you a rapper?" Oh, what the hip hop, a hippie, a hippie, dippie, hip hip hop, and he don't stop a rocket to the bang bang boogie, says up jump to boogie to the rocket to the boogie dippie. And is it to the beat of Quentin Turnbull? Quentin <laughs> Turnbull, you son of a bitch! I told you not to mention that name around me. All right, we should end it there because you get really, really fired up when you mention Quentin Turnbull. Makes me want to rap. <laughs> well, thank you, Jonah, for dropping by once again. His name's QT, and I like to say, want to put a bullet in his motherfucking head. Wait, that doesn't rhyme. Well, you're not much of a rhymer. I got to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, thanks for having me. Thanks for dropping by. See you next week. Thanks to Jonah Hex. It's really us. nice of him to drop by again. He must have nothing to do <laughs> He, he's kind of out of work. He's out of work because you just. How about you should just find other bounties to you know look for dead or alive. You're coming with me. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he's coming after you then, Mo. Dead or alive. I'm gonna tell it to Jonah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> tell, yes, tell him I'm a Robocop. I'm gonna tell him that you're Quentin Turnbull Jr. No. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, big thanks to uh, to Jonah Hex for coming out again. It's yeah. always always a fun time when he yeah. shows up. It's really nice of him. <laughs> he's he's a really nice dude. No, he, he, we actually uh, bring him by, you know, water taxi for him to come <laughs> to <laughs> record this with us. <laughs> rickshaw. He, he, sometimes take, too. He, he takes a rickshaw to a mini cab to a <laughs> water taxi, <laughs> and then he takes he takes one of those aero gyros, <laughs> and then a rocket <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> And crash! <laughs> he always has a great entrance. Always, it's this big smash to the wall every week. I have to put it. I have to fix it up. Oh man, that seems like a good place to end, huh? No, I'll just keep going for another forty-five minutes. All right, I'm in. Ah, uh, book update. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let's find, find more random things to just say. Don't make me go. To the gutter. If you want to get in touch with us, it's drunk drunkonvhs at gmail.com. Hmm, sounds like an easy email address to remember. Yes, it is. And, uh, <laughs> and don't forget to, uh, to look us up on YouTube. Yeah, I know. YouTube.com slash user slash videos of thunder. That's the uh, drunk on VHS on video 
on the road reviews. That's where we post all our on the road reviews and where we, uh, you know, we have a lot of plans for that page. So keep, yeah. keep, keep on checking out on that one that, you know, you can, uh, you can see what these two poor schlubs look like. No, don't actually don't go on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, no, go on there. Go watch, go watch our, uh, our new, watch the video for, for our, uh, splice review yeah. and, uh, Black Dynamite and maybe MacGruber. Yeah, and MacGruber. Yeah. That's gone out of theaters. <laughs> <laughs> and you can watch uh, Bosch tap his chest like yo, a yo ho- dog, like a homie. Yep. <laughs> I'm from the streets of Hamden. What 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 what? what? All right, let's, All right, let's, let's end this up here. For drunk on VHS, this is Mo. Alligator Bosch. <laughs> Signing off. Bye. So don't forget, you can email us at drunkonvhs at gmail.com, follow us on Facebook at drunkonvhs, and you can follow me on Twitter at isformorons. For Bosch, this is Mo. Until next time, guys. Peace.